Welcome to the Bitchin' Siblings Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to the Bitching Siblings Podcast. Uh, tonight we've got Chris joining us again. I know we said that he was only going to be like a guest star, but we can't get rid of him. I'm, I'm <laughs> like a horsefly. I just keep fighting. I was going to say he's like herpes. Oh. <laughs> can't get rid of him. I thought horsefly was wow. bad, but I'll I'll stay with horsefly. Yeah. She just she just likened you to a sexually transmitted disease. <laughs> okay, so anyways, Amy, what is tonight's topic? What are so we talking about here? Tonight we're talking about our top ten or sorry, top five all time favorite movies. So you don't have to number them per se, um, kinda like we did with the music. And and we could do honorable mentions again, like we did with the music. Uh okay. but yeah, top top five all time. Okay. Every genre. Sounds good. You, you you did do your homework, right, Chris? I did. Okay, good, good. I left a spot open for an honorable mention. Oh, good. That's smart. That's very smart. Yeah. Um, Jenny, would you like to go first? Well, you know, here's my problem. I was sitting here, like, going through, like, the lists of, like, the top 50 or 250 movies. Because for those of you who don't know, me and Amy both have worked... At both the now defunct Hollywood video and Blockbuster. So I've seen me many a movies, but I don't always necessarily remember the names of them sometimes because we watched so many. Mm-hmm. And and when I was going through this these lists, I noticed that there was a lot of stuff I'd never seen before or had heard of. And then I found that maybe my taste in movies is a tad bit juvenile because I think there was maybe one or two on like the top 250 movies of all time where I was like well they could be in my top 10 but they weren't even in like my top five yeah I feel like mine's gonna be all very very juvenile and 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 childish I guess so I have the top 10 um of IMDB uh Rotten Tomatoes did a compilation one and I wrote down the top 10 that they said um, and we'll go over those toward the end. I mean, I liked a couple of the ones on the top 10 that they listed, but yeah, they're not in mine. Yeah. They were like great movies, but I, I they're not like my top 10. So exactly. I'm going to start my number five. And again, I've prefaced this with, I'm insanely juvenile, but 16 candles. How did I think that that wasn't going to be on your list? Like, I'm actually a little surprised it's not number one because you've always loved that movie. Yeah. Yeah. I just, out of all the John Hughes movies, I mean, I loved The Breakfast Club and, you know, I loved St. Elmo's Fire, but like for, and Pretty in Pink, it was okay. But like something about. Can I say something real quick? Yeah. I feel really uh, horrible because that is the generation of movies that I should be um, most tied to. I never saw St. Elmo's Fire, and I really want to because young Rob Lowe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You need to watch it. Yeah. It's I know a great I movie. Do. I have not seen it in years. I should probably rewatch it. I think it's on one of the streaming. I think it's Hulu, but. I'm sure. I'm sure. So, yes. Um, and I would say number five because all the other ones I'm going to say, I don't know that I could ever pick one of them to be top one. Oh, so I, <laughs> I have a top one every time somebody asks me it's always the same thing it's the two through five that i struggled with chris what's what's your i did not number mine at okay. all so similar to your music stuff you didn't number them okay no so just give us one off your list 
Um, Troy. That's a good one. Really? What's his name? I'm Mel not Gibson? surprised there. No. No, that Brad was Brad Pitt. Pitt. Or uh, Brad, yeah, that's it, that's it. There's another one with Mel and, Gibson uh, on my list. Eric Banner. So. Yeah, Eric Banner. Mm-hmm. And Orlando Bloom. Eric Banner played oh, yeah, the he... older brother of Orlando Bloom. And Angelina Jolie was Andrew Bloom's mom in that movie. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm, I don't she think... played his mom in that movie. Are you sure? I know she played Andrew Bl- or um, uh, what's his Orlando Bloom. Orlando Bloom's I mom. I know who you were talking about. But... In one movie, because everybody was joking about how like there's only like a three year age difference between them. I don't think and it so was it Troy. Was weird. I'm gonna I'm gonna Google this because while we're I want to say Peter O'Toole played their dad, and if Peter O'Toole played their dad, then that would be a very disturbing. I'm thinking of Gladiator. I think. Okay, but that was Russell Crowe. Yeah, because uh, his mom in Troy, she's not. She, that's it's definitely not Angelina. I mean, they could do a lot of things with makeup and hair and stuff, but uh, it didn't. But look not like Angelina. It. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so maybe I'm thinking of Gladiator or like 300 or one of those other. Well, Gladiator was Russell Crowe, right? Why do I feel like she was in something? I remember because everybody was talking about how she was almost too young to play his mother. I mean, they they go. I I see those kind of lists all the time of like these people played siblings and they're like 20 years apart. These people played mother and son and they're like two years apart. So, yeah. Well, they can do a lot with makeup and 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 hair and skin tone and all sorts of cool stuff well yeah yeah that's true so bottom of my list of my top five and i'm uh, this one i'm just waiting to see where it falls on chris gone in 60 seconds oh i forgot about that one on my list yep yep uh and it's it's um the now i feel like i have to redo my list (laughs) the um the newer one the the nicholas cage Cage. one yeah. Have you seen yeah. the 70s one, though? It is yes. It is cool. I don't know that I've seen the original. I've heard about it, I but I've never seen it. I don't think it. I've Wasn't seen all Steve of McQueen? it. Steve uh, McQueen? You got no, me. Pretty sure. <laughs> I don't know. But Chris doesn't remember and... like actors' names. Like He just no. knows what people look like. You could. I, I could go to a movie theater today, and in two, three months, you'll ask me, oh, did you ever watch that one movie? That I just went and saw in theater, and I'd be like, "Nah, I don't think so. I don't. It doesn't sound familiar." And then you'd start describing it, and I'm like, "Yeah, that does sound familiar, but I know I haven't seen it." Yeah, I've <laughs> seen it. I can't. That's Chris put for you. Movie names, their uh, their information, and their actors and actresses together at the same time. That makes sense. Um, that movie made me fall in, absolutely fall in love with Giovanni Ribisi. Ah yes, him. yes, I do. That I that's how I found out about him too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was good in a lot of other things, but but you know he was he played a really funny actor. Like he had a, that really good quirky, but then he was also a really good like drama actor. Like in the other sister, I believe is what else is he? Some of the other stuff he was in, but to see him in this um, kind of gritty like badass kind of person want to be badass yeah want to be but still fucking up it in almost a funny way was i i mean i don't know it was eye-opening i i definitely yeah he landed on my radar 
Yeah. And now I'm now I didn't even think about that movie. And the whole reason that movie is on mine is because of again, because of Chris. When we lived together, when we were I was barely twenty one, um, that was heavy on Chris's rotation. <laughs> so I began to love that movie. So it was great. It was. It really was. What's next on yours, Jenny? So this is where it gets down to I could not pick which one is number one. So I'm just going to, and some of them are, are series that are, I'm lumping into one just because I couldn't pick one. Okay. That's, that's okay. fair. But this next one is, um, I'm going to have to, it's one of the ones that's tied for first and it's up. The Disney, the Disney Pixar? movie. Yeah. That's I like the that house one. that floats in the sky yeah. with the old man and the dog and the kid. That is a cool. I, I like that it's, one. There's not a whole lot of talking in, in it. That's why it's kind of interesting. It's part of the reason why I like it is the talking that's in it is like 100% necessary. And then the rest of it just kind of leaves it up to you to kind of watch and make those connections and have that emotional bond with it. That's one of the reasons why I like it so much. And the lines they do have are funny and iconic and it just makes the movie so much better. My favorite part of that movie is Doug. Yes. Squirrel. Squirrel. <laughs> Coda is Doug. Oh, that's awesome. They made a short out of a short series out of that. On, on out of Doug. Yeah, mm-hmm. somewhere I saw oh, it. Interesting. I think it's on Disney Plus. Yeah, that sounds about right. So yeah, that's one of my ones that's tied for the like the the top one. But I just I love it. It's classic. I don't think that it would ever matter if I had kids or grandkids or I, I'd still watch it. <laughs> How about you, Chris? What's next on your list? Uh, the Patriot. I've never seen really? it. That's the one with Mel Gibson. Yeah, that's the one with Mel Gibson. Um, Heath Ledger was in that one. Yeah, yep. He was the older brother. It yep. was a Civil War movie, or that's when was it, it the Civil place. War? Or was it Revolutionary? Uh, I believe it was Revolutionary War. Was that? Whoops. Yeah, I think it was Revolutionary War. I believe. I'm almost positive. Are that, you googling it? No, absolutely not. I don't care that well, much. Well, C- Civil War was. <laughs> 1860s yes and when was the revolutionary 1770s oh i was 60s american revolutionary war when a sadistic british officer murders his son revolutionary war wow yeah a little older than i thought (laughs) (laughs) i've never seen it i've heard great things i just have never seen it i'm surprised you haven't seen that one it is it is good it's just okay so fun fact about me I'm not a super huge war movie fan. Not because the movies aren't great and not because the stories and the the acting isn't great. Is it too intense it's, for you? It's it's too real. I get that. It makes my heart hurt that people just a f- just one or two generations ago Literally, this was their life, and this is what they lived through, and it just it just makes it like, I mean, every once in a while, it's a very humbling experience to watch these and just be really thankful and super appreciative of where what life I have now. But it's I I have a hard time watching them just because it's so brutal and it's so realistic, and it's the same thing with scary movies. The more realistic it is, the harder it is for me to get past it because there are fucking crazy people out there that actually do these things, you know. So it's hard to separate reality from fiction in some of these movies and so as much as i like them and i adore the acting and the storylines it's like it's hard sometimes to watch them so 
they're not the first movies, movie I will jump to go see. And other fun fact, if everybody else around me has already seen a movie, I then don't want to see it. Because then when I'm watching it, they're all giving it all the shit away. And if they're not giving it away, I'm asking questions because I, I know they know. And then they won't answer me. And that pisses me off because I want to be reassured that I'm right. So, like, it's just this weird thing with me. And, and so, yeah, no, I've, I have not seen it for two reasons. One, it's a war movie. And two, everybody else I know has already seen it. So it's like, I'd rather see something else that nobody else has seen. And then we can all be surprised together. So, fun <laughs> fact about me, if something is a massive blockbuster in the world of movies, I'm less likely to see it. Because I don't I don't want to like something that everybody likes. For example, growing up, Chris liked um, Star Wars. Or kind of. Or something. I don't know. He liked it, so I didn't want to like it. So I never watched him. As a kid. <laughs> so... So, Chris, why do you like that movie? What's Why does it make it on your list? It is intense. It does feel real. It Whatever they did to that movie, it feels legit. And I don't like movies that are just kind of like half-ass put together. Like that movie 300, there was something about it when they added the CG and the realness and everything. It was just too fake. I didn't like, like nothing grabbed me. I mean, the storyline was neat, you know, about 300. But other than that, watching it, Sin City, same thing. The visuals, just because they tried, maybe it was the time and the technology that was available, but they tried to bring in the, the computer graphics and realness and, and uh, I don't know. It just, it was obviously just fake. But Patriot and Troy, mm, not fake. Like, that really made me feel like I was in on that action. Oh, that's a good reason for liking it. Yeah, absolutely. So next on my list, um, Stand By Me. Really? What's that face for, Jenny? That is one of the few movies that everybody raves about. And, I mean, it's okay. It's it's not the whole thing that I identify with. It's... Um, it's Will Wheaton's character. It's, I, I don't know. It's, it's something about it just feels nostalgic to me, which is funny because I didn't see that one until I was, I, I want to say I was probably working at Hollywood or Blockbuster. So I was somewhere between 18 and 23 when I saw it um, for the first time. Nostalgic how? Like how they went off on their own. Like the like you know how we when we were kids, we could go do stuff. We could ride our bikes. We could be gone all day and nobody would say anything because that's just the time frame we were in and that's what it felt like to me. So that's that's the kind of shit that me and my friends did, like running not running away from a train on a uh, bridge, but we'd uh go play on the train tracks and, you know, because, yeah, so, like, wasn't there, like, two blocks away from Grandma's house? Yeah. Like, really old railroad tracks that hardly ever got used. But they did every now and then. And yeah, you never knew, you long. never really knew when it was actually going to happen. So there was no yeah. planning for it. And so that was kind of, that's what brought it back for me. It's, like, just, just stupid nice shit. Nice product placement there, Chris. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> It's a good thing we don't do a video podcast. I thought he yet. was doing that on purpose because he was like this. <laughs> I thought you did it intentionally. No. No. Okay. 
Okay, so Amy picked Stand By Me. What's your next one, Jenny? Interesting. Interesting. Um, so my next one, it's so hard, is like the Finding Nemo, Finding Dory franchise. I love Finding Nemo. I told you, very juvenile. That's okay. That's totally hey, okay. Nothing's wrong with Nemo. No. I just, I feel like these movies to me are so classic because it doesn't matter what age I am. I feel like the more I watch it, the more things I catch. And it's, there's so many levels to these movies. And when you're a child watching them, you're so unaware. And then as you watch them, as you get older and in different stages in your life, the things you recognize and the things you pick up on, I just feel like there's always something there, no matter what age of life you're in, you know? Definitely get that. Finding Nemo, Finding Dory, again, tied with Up. Um, I can't pick a top. I still haven't watched Finding Dory. I thought Dory was the biggest joke of all time. You didn't like Finding Dory? I thought I was watching Nemo all over again. Except instead of a redfish <laughs> re- or a orange clownfish, it was this dumb other clown. It's a blue f- I mean it was she was blue. She wasn't a clownfish. And she was an angelfish. Is she? I think. I don't know. Well, she was a Let's Google what Dory is. Did she hey, just fall? I thought Amy just fell off her seat. No. Uh-huh. What kind of fish Who- is Dory? A blue tang. Good, because Siri didn't hear me. She's a blue tang. It was very, very repetitive. There wasn't really much new with it, but just the character itself is so happy. (laughs) That it makes it difficult for you to, like, be sad when you... Like, even the sad parts, you get a little sad, but there's always that tinge of hope. You know, I just... I don't know. Maybe that's just, like, the girl in me that had to grow up way too young that just wants to... Part of me just wants to stay young forever. I don't know. But that that's that's one of my other ones. All right, Chris, you're up next. I'm trying to find it because I I don't know the name of it, but maybe the two of you girls could. Maybe you've seen it with all the movies you've seen. It's a '90s movie. It takes place in California sometime. Um, Narrowing it down real big. Hang on. There's right. it's a gangster movie. Um, Goodfellas. And, no, no. Not no, that it, not that far back. It, it takes place in California. So there's a there's a spoof movie that the name of the movie is kind of based on this. Oh, don't be a menace to South Central. Don't Sen- be a menace to society. <laughs> no, don't be a menace to South Central menace while to drinking society, your juice the in the hood. Well, this movie was just menace to society. <laughs> yes. Yes, menace to society was the original. And the other one was don't, don't be, be a menace, menace to, to South society. Central. South Central. While drinking your juice in the hood. While drinking your juice in the hood. Yeah. I love that he said, said, though, the spoof part, and that's the the name of the one I went to. Same here. I knew how to ring the the, the filing cabinet. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Chris, so why was that one? I've actually never seen that. I haven't either. I don't know. It's another one of those uh, movies that put me on the edge of my seat. You know, the whole movie, I was just fascinated what comes next, what comes next, what comes next. You know, uh, um, and it was probably the, I don't know, it's got to be probably one of the first hardcore killing movies I've ever seen. So it kind of stuck with me a little bit. And I was, I don't know, I was an older teenager. Well, maybe 16, 17, 
but there's some drive-by shootings in it and people die and it's it's full of drugs and i mean mayhem it's it's not one of my favorite movies because of the content it's one of the movies that 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 um made an imprint i guess i get that absolutely so my number guess one what is actually i'm picking that. up on what chris is putting down is that you he likes really action. value the movies that um make you feel like you're experiencing these things so that you can appreciate them on a different level because you feel like you're in it. Mm -hmm. So you, you're very much a realistic straight to the point nitty gritty kind of person when it comes what? to What? Not Chris. Gritty. Well, yeah, no shit. I mean, there's a lot of like packed action movies that I'd like to, but I mean, narrowing it down to five is kind of hard. Right, right. There's a lot of honorable mentions in mine, but they're just ones that I'm like, oh, if I saw it, I saw it, that's great. But it's hard to narrow it down to five. I had a really hard time with this one. I had a hard time coming up with my two through five. Number one was easy. Yeah. It was two through five that I'm like, I mean, I like a lot of movies, but what is at my top? Like, what's... Right. See, my movie vocabulary is so small that when I think of five, it's the first five that come to mind. Interesting. That's that. That makes sense. That was sixty seconds. Patriot and Troy were the the first three of the five, and so that was. See, and I think what me and Amy's problem is is we've seen so many of those movies up until about two thousand one to two thousand two. No, about two thousand three because yeah. A was born in two thousand three. So you know, depending on what was coming out between ninety seven and two thousand and three, not only did we see it, but because we worked there for so long. We had access to so much of that older library, so it's hard out of all these movies you've seen, some of them very obscure, to one, remember everything you've seen, and two, be able to like automatically go to one, like you can, Chris. Like, it, my mind goes to all these, okay, so I have a top five animated, top five comedy, top five drama, like, because it's, there's so many different categories, it's hard to just pick one to be like the all-time favorite. You know, it, unless you t pick a top one from each category, just saying. I couldn't do that because for me, I'm thinking of top five of us. No matter what mood I'm in, no matter what I'm doing, that could be playing, and I will stop and watch. I'm I'm interested to see if one of my honorable mentions shows up on your list now, <laughs> based on what you've said so far. Okay, so what's your next one? Because Chris just uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Interesting. Yes. So that's when I'm sick, especially <laughs> when I'm sick. I'm watching yeah. that one. Um, when we lived in Reno, I I thought we had we I thought we owned that movie, but we didn't have access to any of our movies. Um, they were all in storage, and so I went to the second second hand store and I bought another copy because I wanted to watch that. And I that was kind of before streaming was such a mainstream thing. thing. Well, not yeah. like mainstream. Um, so yeah, it, that's it, I will get in a mood to watch that one all the time, all the time. Interesting. Yeah, and I loved Cameron in that more so than Ferris. What's that? I said I loved Cameron in that one more than more so than Ferris. Cameron yeah. was his best friend. Yeah. So. Okay. Okay. What's your next? Interesting. Um. So my second one. <laughs> Dazed and confused. Okay. I'm a bad mom. <laughs> <laughs> I don't it's know one that of my I classify that. But 
the good thing about my favorite movies is I don't like to watch them all the time because I, when I do watch them, similar to songs, I want to really like enjoy it. Um, and I will overwatch it for a while and then I'll go a long time without watching it. And within the last like four or five years, I was like, oh, I haven't seen this in movie in forever. I was like, boys, we should watch it together. And I turned it on and within five minutes, I was like, what the fuck? And I turned it off because I was like, that was a lot to have to discuss in five minutes because my kids are asking questions. And I was like, I forgot because again, layers, you watch it when you're younger and a lot of that shit just goes right over your head. But it's just funny because it's people acting dumb. And then as you get older, some of these jokes make more and more and more sense. And as I'm listening, I'm like, turn it off, turn it off. I do not need my freaking 11 year old and 13 year old hearing some of this stuff. So I'm a bad poem. Yeah, I don't but think you're a bad mom. I just think it's so funny. And again, nostalgia. I heard a story somewhere that if they were to make that movie now, it would be like 2003 or something like Jesus that. Christ. And I was like, no. There's something to be said about going back and reliving like the the late 50s, the 60s, the 70s, you know, a little bit of the first of the 80s. That's like nostalgic and like such a great time before shit like got like weird. Yeah. I don't know. I just I love it. I could watch it all the time. It makes me laugh. I love every character. I love that there are so many people in those movies. You didn't even know that you see every freaking day in movies and TV shows. Because they were nobodies back then. I love that it started so many careers of these like classically good, obscure actors. You know, the definition That's... of classic is like 20 years. So really 20 or 2000. Shut your mouth. Shut your yeah. mouth. Those movies are starting no. to cross that threshold. No. Nope. Because I feel like after like 98, 99, movies just stopped being so great. You both are very quiet. Never mind. I for the most part, I agree. When a generation moves to the next generation, there's like fashion. Fashion yeah. died out with that generation. Except the 90s fashion is coming back. Like what? Yeah. What the fuck is that all about? Like, do they realize how stupid that fashion was? Although I have to say, I really, really, really am loving the Jenko jeans. All, all the '90s fashion is is just a modern hip version of the '70s. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I just I like the loose jeans. I don't like the jeans that we've been wearing for you know 20 years. I like the loose ones. Girl, let me tell you, boyfriend jeans. There are some looks that are coming through that some of our buyers are looking at that I'm like, what are you smoking? <laughs> Because that's not cute, and nobody would wear that. And if in six months that's the fashion, I'm going to fucking poke my eyeballs out. Girl, when I worked at when I was in college, I was one of the um, stalkers, 4 o'clock in the morning, stalking the store, unboxing brand new shit. There was a floral print trench coat. And I looked at it, and I'm like, Mary what Poppins. the fuck? No, 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 this was... <laughs> No, no. Don't you sully that name with this ugly fucking sh coat. No. Oh That's gosh. the only person no. I could think of that would wear a coat like that was no. Mary Poppins. No, she wouldn't. Hers would be way more stylish than this fucking thing was. It was so ugly. So ugly. And that was back in 2004-ish. What were we talking about? Movies. Yeah, but what movie? 
um, you, to this discussion. You had said uh, dazed and confused. Oh, yeah. I was like, I'm confused. How did we get here? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yeah, dazed and confused is like my number two. Okay. Okay. So, Chris, what is your second to last one? Well, I've already gone through. Didn't I already have four of them? No, you uh, you should have only had three. You should be going Patriot, on. Patriot, Troy, and. Don't be a menace. Um, Oh, uh, and yeah, Menace, Menace Society and Gone in 60 Seconds. Oh, because oh. he, yeah, was... He chimed yeah, in with a, a secondary on with it. yours. Okay. So what's your reasoning for Gone Gone in 60 Seconds? The music is good. The storyline is good. I like... Well, I've always been a big fan of Nick Cage. And Giovanni was a cool introduction. That's how I learned about him. I mean, and the, the one of my favorite scenes is them calling everybody up to come in and join the gang. And while they're calling these people up, all the shit that everybody's going through, you know, cars blowing up, trying to teach some Asian girl how to drive, and she's backing up into traffic, and one guy's in prison. One, It's just that whole whole scene is awesome. The scene that reminds me of you every time I watch it is when Timothy Oliphant says, are you okay? Because you just threw, drove through a wall. <laughs> yeah. I forgot he was in that movie. Yes. <laughs> Timmy, Timothy Oliphant was in that. Oh, my God. You're right. That's See? The, that's, yeah. that's the younger police officer, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The younger white guy. Yeah. Are you okay? Yeah. Because yeah. you just went through a concrete wall. <laughs> Every time I watch that movie, I think of you when that part comes on. Every time. Every time. Because you always would quote that right after that part was on when we lived together. <laughs> My favorite line is when he first meets uh, Nick Cage and he's with the uh, the other police officer. And he goes, you so much as walk across the street, jaywalking, I'll arrest you. You you visit the bar after closing, I'll arrest you. And the white guy's like, yeah, like when you get out, we'll all be like, Flying cars and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that line. And he oh said something gosh. about the other cop's wife, and the other cop goes, "You mentioned my wife." Don't you ever talk about <laughs> <Yeah>. my wife? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that oh, whole that's awesome. Good. The whole yeah, good. that is that's very true, very true. So next on my list is Goonies. What is that face for, Jenny? I don't know that I would have ever guessed. That was your number one. No, that's not my number one. Oh. The second to second to top. Oh, yeah, because I go with number one. Okay. I thought it was your number one. I was like, what? No. <laughs> no. No. Okay. Um, so that one, I grew up watching with Aunt Sunday, and she loved that movie. And mm -hmm. I always found that kind of interesting because I never, like, Sunday was always very, she was, she, she was always very much of an adult to me. Which, to me, meant adults do not have fun. And not yeah. to say that she didn't have fun, but that's just my perception. Because she was always very serious. She was always working. She was always adulting. She was very... She did not seem like she knew how to smile or laugh. She definitely came across like she did not know how to have fun. But when she watched that movie, she would giggle like a little schoolgirl like I was at the time when we'd watch it and it would just make me laugh and smile watching her watch this movie yeah. and then I started watching it for the content itself and not watching her watch it and it was yeah yeah 
Josh Brolin. <laughs> Josh oh Brolin. I'm just going to stop there. All right. Before I go to my number one. You shouldn't be okay. at number one yet. No, I'm. Yeah. I'm she starts my the one. Because that was your number two. Oh, for some reason, I thought you started it. Okay. All right. Anyways. Uh, so my number one is the. Um, do you think you can guess it? Amy? No, I don't think I can. <laughs> it's the um, the Toy Story franchise. I'm surprised. I, I do love animated movies, but that was probably the one group that I didn't fall in love with. Oh, my gosh. I liked it. I was it, but... so obsessed. And not only was I obsessed, but Toy Story 2, Toy Story 3, and Toy Story 4 all came out around my birthday. So I was able for my birthday for like six years, like because it was like every other year I got to go see for my birthday. That was my present was to go see the new Toy Story movie. And I I have and I four came out years later, didn't it? Like years. Yeah, but so the first one came out. I don't know, you know, back and not near my birthday, but two, three and four both came out years apart, but on or around my birthday. Interesting. I still haven't seen three and four. Um, I heard three was very sad, so I stayed away from it. Three and four are both. Yeah, and I was not in a um, a good place mentally to take that in. So I was like, oh, we'll just hold off on that. And I've just never gotten around to going back to it. So, Chris, what were you thinking? You're saying you said a whole franchise. That counts as yes. one? Okay. Okay, good. good. I would have a hard time picking a number one out of Toy Story 1, 2, and 4. Three is my least favorite of the ones I've seen, but out of the one, two, and four, I'd have a hard time picking a number one. All right. So, Chris, what's your top one then? Is this your empty space for an honorable mention? Well, I um, I had to fill in two of them while here on the fly, but I feel like I've got some solid ones. And my last one is a comedy movie, and it has a series just like you just mentioned and it's the American Pie series. <laughs> Most specifically, number two. Which I number love two? number Which two. It's my favorite. Remind me of number two. Where they go off to college. Okay, but what happens there? They rent the house in the middle of the summer. Oh, oh that's right. And his penis goes And then, then he cast. goes off to band camp to find I Michelle. glued myself Michelle. to myself. To, to myself. Myself. <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't his penis in a cast for the rest well, of the summer. Well, that's why he yeah. his his hand one hand was glued to a VHS tape and the other hand was glued down his pants. Yeah. Yep. He yeah. went to go grab the lube on the lotion, table it and it lotion. was super glue because was super glue. he was fixing the lamp and I guess never fixed yeah. it and you know then he went to go grab the tape and. That's your number one. Well, no, 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 really. None of my movies are are. He are didn't have them numbered. Numbered. Oh yeah, you're right. So they're all right. like okay. number one, and they're all number five. Yeah, I, I, I'm high yeah. maintenance when it comes to my my what I feel like at the time. I get that. <laughs> I definitely get that. That's awesome. Oh goodness. All right, you ready for my number one? Drum roll, everybody. And this better not come as a surprise to either of you. Because if you guys don't know this about me, you're fired as my siblings. Mary Poppins. Yeah. Oh, is that why you got so offended? Yes. Yep. Yes. 
Mary Poppins is my number one. Um, Julie Andrews, I especially now that Betty White is no longer alive, and neither is Angela Lansbury. Uh, yeah, Julie Andrews is my top number one actress and i always said that betty white and dick van dyke were my pretend grandparents my celebrity grandparents if you will and all i have left is dick van dyke i want him to be my grandpa and And julie andrews uh, well julie andrews i want her to be my fairy godmother okay like she's building her disney family yes yes absolutely and i can be like princess mia in princess diaries and uh she can be my grandmother uh, that's royal. Do you not Do you not get that <laughs> reference, Jenny? I know the Princess Bride. I'm just sitting here. Princess dead, Diaries, dead not Bride. Princess Diaries with Anne Hathaway and Julie Sorry, Andrews. Sorry, they're both Disney movies. Is Princess... Wait, wait, wait. Princess Bride wasn't on your list? It's an honorable mention. Wow. I know. Wow. I know. So the one that I was waiting to see if it showed up on your list was Lilo and Stitch honorable mention okay again okay it, there's a lot so i had to narrow it down because i could i could have done a top 10 a lot easier than a top five <laughs> just because there's so many that are so competitive with each other that there are days where it would be but lilo and stitch is definitely a contender so i remember when chris's oldest was a kid like toddler and I would babysit him. That was, we watched that movie on repeat. Lilo. Yes. And he could not say Stitch. <laughs> and at that time, I believe he had a dog named Stitch. Yep. And he could I not say so, Stitch. Yeah. <laughs> and I love that. Oh. Takes me back every time. You're a bitch. Any other honorable mentions? <laughs> Any other honorable mentions for you, Jenny? Other than... Uh... I mean, it, it, it would be too many to 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 list unfortunately like i said i'm i'm very much an animated but if we were to get past like lilo and princess bride so that would put me like at like at seven i like like forrest gump it's a great movie that one's a um, mention for me steel magnolias you know it's one of those ones that i can like when i'm sad and i need a good cry it's a great movie um so, so there's just too many to like you really narrow it down. You want to know what the only movie I can go to every time and cry? Mm. There's only one that can do it every single time without fail. Lion King? No. Marley and Me. Oh, you know, I've only seen that once because it made me cry the ugliest cry. Exactly. And I don't ever want to cry like that again, so I'm good. I, but it's one of those that if I need a good cry, pull that in. Or um, Old Yeller. If I need a good cry, apparently we're killing a dog. Just watch Cujo. So, oh, hell no. Hell you, no. You've got like a cry meter and when it gets full, you got to like force the tears out. Is that yep. what I'm understanding? Yep. No, I think sometimes as, as women, as a species, sometimes we have a tendency to take on way more than we can emotionally handle. And you don't want to cry just to cry because then you look stupid. So you, you will... S- you're, we're, we're sadists in the sense that, or masochists, sorry, in the sense that we will purposely do something or watch something or sing something or listen to something that we know is going to make us cry so that we have a reason for crying to let out all that pent up stress and emotion. But the way he said it is a very simple 
easy way to say that. And yes, I agree. <laughs> that is a very good. But way. yeah, you have like a tank and at some point it's too full. And if you just cry for no reason at all, people look at you like you're fucking nuts. But if you subconsciously. I've, I've given that your nuts look before to, to various different women. Well, and yeah. sometimes it is necessary. Sometimes we are nuts. I've always said this. Every girl is crazy. Some of us are just better at keeping it in check than others. And some and of us every are man is an asshole. Crazy. Yes, different levels. Yes. And every man is an asshole, but some are just better at knowing when to keep it in check and when to let it fly loose. Like, we're all capable of that. Some of us are just better at knowing our triggers and better at knowing I need to remove myself from the situation because before I become a crazy bitch. Or because, because I know. before I come, an inmate at the correctional facility. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just saying. All right. Okay. Anyways, back to movies. Chris, do you have any honorable <laughs> mentions that you would like to uh, notate here? <laughs> nope. None of the ones that you guys said tonight really I don't know very well. Um, okay. Oh, oh, but are oh. there any others that, that are not in your top five but that are, like, close? The Big Lebowski. Not su- oh. not surprised on that one with you. Not surprised at all. Yeah. That was another I one that you that. used to have on heavy rotation when we lived together. Mm. Mm-hmm. So would you guys like to hear the uh, top 10 from IMDb Rotten Tomatoes? Just give it to us. Slash okay. Rotten Tomatoes? Yes. It, they they combined for a, for a top 10. Rotten Tomatoes will give you like a score of like, oh, it was either really, really good and it matched... What IMDb said was really, really good, or they'll show that Rotten Tomatoes, which is like not critics, it's like it's the, more right, consumer. the general popular, you know, population. And sometimes those scores are really, really low. And so it, it's funny how it ranks. Hmm. Let's hear it. So, number 10 is Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Rings specifically. Eh. Um, here's my disclaimer on that. My husband finally got me to watch the first Hobbit movie, um, and I actually watched it all the way through, and I have a hard time sitting through those. I feel like there's way too much detail that I don't need, and while that may not be the case if I continue to watch, I don't... Show me a flashback or something. Show me something that like knows tells me why I need to know this later on. They are of... way too long. You could cut... A third of those movies out and they'd be just as good if not better and i couldn't get through the books either i am a reader i could not get through the books um especially again started with the hobbit i don't need to know how many hairs are on this hobbit's toe i don't fucking care i don't also a hard read too i i'm one of those that i can um read a brief description of what's going on and picture it in my head i don't need Mm -hmm. every detail written for me Mm -hmm. so Exactly. Those books and movies did that for me. So I, I yeah. couldn't get into them. So yeah. coming in at number nine, Shawshank Redemption. No reaction really from either of you. I can see that. It. I honestly have to say that I've seen it, but it was a very, very, very long time ago. So I am indifferent because I have not seen it at an age where I felt like I could really comprehend what the concept of the I mean like I get it but like I don't think I could appreciate it the way that it was meant to be appreciated given my age when I watched it so I'd, I'd have to rewatch it that's fair and I haven't seen Num- it I've seen part like scenes but not not the movie 
Yeah. Right. So number eight, I'm going to wonder if it piques Chris's interest more than the other two did. Uh, Chris is shaking his cup. Do do we need to take an intermission, sir? Yeah, that's a good time. Okay. Let's take an intermission. We're at number eight. Okay. Okay. Okay, we're back. We are back. All right. We are back. Number eight. Can you hear us, Chris? Yep. All right. Pulp Fiction. No response from Chris? Never seen it. I don't like it at all. Oh, I don't like I'm any actually Quentin a little Tarantino surprised. film, honestly. I'm not a fan either. Um, it's just not my style. Um, next on the list is another Lord of the Rings one, uh, Return of the King. Same thing. They're just too fucking long. Yeah. Um, number six is The Dark Knight. Batman? Okay. Yes. Yeah. That's the one with Heath Ledger as the Joker. Very good. It was it was very good. In fabulous, insane movie. Can never watch it again. Watched it once, and Heath Ledger is so damn disturbing in that role. I can't watch it. I could watch the movie without his part, but he is so oh my god, like that part that character is so disturbing to me, I cannot watch it again. Well, I think he even had some mental issues because he was trying so hard to be the right part for that that it even messed with him right and then to know that he died while making it is incredibly it's just man it gets you he is so good that it's bad you know what i mean like he's believable as that person like I, i i couldn't see i don't know that he could play any other role after that and i wouldn't be able to see something other than the joker yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, number five is The Godfather Part Two. I never watched those. I've never seen them. Me neither. <laughs> I mean, I've I guess I, I I've seen clips on TV when they play it like on TNT. I've never seen it from start to finish. I would not know what clip I was watching if it was one, two, or three. I, uh, but I know it's The Godfather. Same. That's it. Same. Yeah, I've seen clips here and there, but I couldn't tell you what it was from. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at number four is The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Is that the one with um, Clint Patrick East- Swayze? No, that's Clint Eastwood. Oh. I'm thinking of a different one. No clue is that what you're thinking. Is that the one from like the 70s? Uh, uh, that sounds about right. Um, oh, um, maybe Patrick Swayze was Tombstone. I don't know. I'll have to Google that. That's going to drive me nuts. I Yeah, please Google it now because now I'm confused. Tombstone was great. But I don't think Swayze was in that one. Number three was The Godfather Part One. Again, same thing with Part Two. Um, number two, Schindler's List. Didn't you already say that one? Schindler's List. No. What? No. Uh, okay. Did Chris cut out? No. I. He no. was thinking, and his brain froze. I swear. I swear. You already said that. Nope. Schindler's List. What did What did you say at the beginning? Lord of the Rings and Shawshank Redemption. Oh, Shawshank Redemption. Shawshank is what you're thinking of. Yeah. Schindler's List was the one about the internment camps in World War II with uh, Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson was in that? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know that I knew that. It's So the last time I saw that movie, I want to say it was either elementary school or junior high. And I mean, they didn't show us the whole thing. They, they cut out certain parts so that we didn't see it. But um, I hadn't gone back to see that since then. However... I went searching for it 
about a year ago and it wasn't on any of the streaming apps that I could find um, and I wanted to watch it. And now it's on HBO Max, but I'm not in the mood to watch it because I'm not in the right place mentally to see that. So. High maintenance. Jeez. What? I know. I'm the same way. I can't throw stones. What are you talking about? I said high maintenance. Jeez. I'm the same way. If I'm not in the mood, I don't really care if it's one of my top fives. I don't want to watch it if it's not. Yeah. 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 And most of the time, I'm not in the mood to watch a movie at all because I just don't really have the, the, the time the time or the attention span but the funny thing is troy and patriot they're both two and a half three hour movies yeah so when you are. sit down to watch a movie you want it to be catching your attention mm-hmm. so the number one movie on this list um i feel like it's off it's 12 angry men are you sure you're reading the right list i've never I even read, heard of that i read from um imdb with rotten tomatoes and i i saw that list and I double checked it because I was like, that can't be right. Schindler's list has to be higher than 12 Angry Men. I feel like, and this is on IMDb. Are you sure this is number one? Mm hmm. Yep. That's weird. I know. Are you sure? Um, I'll send you the link from where I got it. Um, None of my movies made the list because my taste in movies suck. No, you just have very particular movie tastes. Kurt Russell. That's who I was thinking. Oh, in Tombstone? Sorry. Yeah. Oh, okay. Let me interrupt your conversation. I've been Googling. <laughs> that was <Okay>. Kurt Russell. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, I, I am not. Okay, so when I was looking, most of the ones that, like, I got, like, were, you know, like, Saving Private Ryan, which I have not seen. Uh, to Kill a Mockingbird, My Fair Lady, Dr. Zhivago, like all of those old classic films. And so I felt like maybe my taste in movies is a little um, not as tasteful. Because, like, those are good movies, but, like, Dr. Zhivago, I watched it in school. It was the most boring movie ever. Citizen Kane, couldn't make it through it. Like... So some how, of these classics that people rave about are just That's how it. I also felt about The Great Gatsby. Which one? Uh the, the old one cuz the I new loved one had The Great Gatsby. The new one hadn't been made yet when I was in school still. Keep that in mind. Mm. We're fucking old. Mm. Come on. Um but no, it was the old one and I I think Never mind it wasn't The Grapes it was for me it wasn't The Great Gatsby it was The Grapes of Wrath. Okay. Sorry. So you know how Chris has alluded in our previous episodes of if he's told to do something, he will tell you to fuck right off. Mm-hmm. I realize that I am very much similar to that. However, I am passive aggressive in that. <laughs> so I, I won't do what you tell me to do, but I won't do it in a passive aggressive way. So, for example, we had to read things like The Scarlet Letter um, of Mice and Men, um, The Great Gatsby in school. I fucking hated them. And I, I read them, but I hated them because I was required to read them. So, yeah. I also would like to put out there, too, that I noticed. Um, so I made, made a couple notes. Let me, let me find them real quick. Um, I'm going to throw out one of my honorable mentions while you're looking. Comedy-wise, and I know this is just a stupid movie, but super bad. That's funny. I don't care. I don't care who you are. That's funny. Okay, but I'd also like to preface this with Chris has a very specific 
taste when it comes to comedy. He does not like certain. He does not like dumb comedy. Yeah, he did like, not like. like he did not top. like Zoolander. Oh fuck that movie! That changed how I feel about that dude forever. Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. I can't. I just. I don't know what it was about. It was just. I, that's how cringe I felt. Cringe back then, before cringe became a term. I was like, dude, <laughs> what are you doing to yourself? Go to bed. See, and Wipe your face. Whereas... Go to bed. <laughs> when when that movie came out, Jenny and I loved it. <laughs> you know what movie is my favorite movie with Amy, Chris? Super Troopers. That yes. is a good one. Very good one. You boys like Mexico? The snozberries <laughs> taste like snozberries. That's the good part. <laughs> that movie is the stupidest movie, but so fucking funny. But not the type of stupid humor like Zoolander, like you were saying, Chris. Like in Zoolander, I feel like you got to be really like. Not that I was high at the time. Clearly, <laughs> I was not. I just think that that like, I was I was able to like laugh at things that really had no like actual like humor to it. But Super Troopers, like it's raunch. It's like a mix between the dumb humor and the raunchy humor. It's a mix between like the American pies and the Zoolanders where they come together and there's some weird, stupid shit, but then there's also the raunchy shit at the same time. There's, there's a, so that one is a great movie. It's not in my top five because I can't just watch it with anybody and find it funny. I have to be with like Jenny and same with yeah. another one. The sweetest thing. Yeah. <laughs> Your penis is so hard. <laughs> I don't like forced comedy. If it feels forced, if it feels over the top, if I don't know, it just you you would think this one was over the top. If you haven't seen it, you you, you I don't think you would like it. Um, but it's no, it's a raunchy movie, but it's female raunchy. Yeah. It's women trying to be cool with just being like chill and. It's oh. it's uh, Christina Applegate and uh, Cameron Diaz and, Diaz Selma Blair. and Selma Blair. Yeah, I don't even but, know if I've ever even heard of it. Oh my god, it's it's fucking hilarious. Oh, it's stupid. Will Ferrell is funny, a good stupid. uh actor for forced and over the top and just unnatural comedy. It's not, but funny. Some of it he, can he, be he's, funny. He's I'll not huge on Step Brothers. Uh, there were fucking parts, fire, dude. There were parts that were funny, but other parts that was like, "You're trying too hard, man. You're trying too hard." Boats and hoes, boats and hoes, boats and hoes. But in Elf, that oh my god, he did good. He was very good. He did great. Okay, and you know what maybe your it's thought, just then on Talladega Nights. It's when he's got a partner. That's it's all. It's over the top. When he was by himself, an Elf, great, excellent schools out or whatever that when that one he's running naked it's like come on dude you're trying too hard old school old yeah school, yeah stepbrothers there are parts in there that's funny but a lot of it feels just unnatural it's See, like it's obviously in, scripted it's pushed over the top it just doesn't feel right i think my favorite lines from stepbrothers actually ended up coming from john c Riley. Mm-hmm. did you fucking touch my t- drum set <laughs> I think he can pull John C. Riley pulls off the 
obvious stupid humor in a way that you actually might feel like it's actually legitimate. Yeah. Like there's really somebody out there like that. Whereas Will Ferrell, you can tell he's, like you said, playing a part, playing a role. Whereas John C. Riley is so convincing that you're like, is he really that stupid? And I couldn't tell you whether I found one person's humor better over the other, but I would bet without going back and looking at it again, he's who I found more funny than Will Ferrell. Yeah. And then he's, he's not as obvious. Like because Will Ferrell was like the namesake of that for the longest time, I feel like the emphasis was put on his humor so that there wasn't so much pressure on John C. Riley and he was able to deliver a performance that was fucking phenomenal. Did you guys see the movie that the two of them did, Sherlock? No. I did not. Okay. So because Bill is in love with everything Sherlock, he watches everything that comes out with Sherlock and that one was kind of funny. I will definitely own to that one. That one. I've actually heard that that one's, I've, I've not seen it. I've heard it's actually pretty awful. <laughs> I, I think it really depends. Like it really depends. I don't think it would be Chris's type of movie just because like he mm-hmm. said, he doesn't like um, over the top stuff. Mm-hmm. And this mm-hmm. was definitely over the top. Um, but yeah, it, it worked for me. Um, but anyways, so I've also noticed though that my, other than my, I mean, my top five are all, you know, mainstream movies, but um, I tend to like a lot of non-big movies. Um, I came across one recently called Bad Words with Jason Bateman. It's on Netflix. Hmm. And it's fucking hilarious. I have never seen Jason Bateman in a role like that before. He's usually, he usually plays the straight man. Who's Jason Bateman? I like him. Jason Bateman was in Horrible Bosses. No? Okay. Um, he was in um, Identity Thief with Melissa McCarthy. Ozark and... Yes. Okay. Uh, yes. 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 That's Jason Bateman. Um, but I tend to like his humor. He, he's got a very dry humor for the he's most part. He's so funny. I, he's so funny. I fucking love him. And I love his podcast with uh, Sean something and, and... Sean Hayes. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, Will Arnett. Yeah, well, Arnett. I yeah. was thinking Nick Bateman, but it's or not Bateman, but Nick um, Offerman, Megan Mullally's husband, Nick Offerman. Yeah, Offerman. Um, no, but that would be a fun one. That I yeah, I'd listen to that. Um, but then there was another one back in the day when we worked at Blockbuster. Um, it was called "But I'm a Cheerleader." <laughs> that was great. So campy. I realized it's because I fucking loved Natasha Leone love her i have not seen something that she was in that i didn't like do you know who that is chris the name I, it does ring a bell but i don't know no one of your favorite movie series is american pie she's the girlfriend that convinces her friend that she should sleep with her boyfriend on prom night she's tara reed's best friend tara reed's best friend yeah is she the redhead or the other blonde kind of she's kind like, of a, like a like a strawberry, strawberry blonde. blonde she's kind of the mouthy one yes yes okay okay yeah i i like the one that she's the one that what's his butt pays to lie about how big his package is yeah shipbrick huh shipbrick yeah shipbrick like he pays her to like plant rumors to like everybody so yeah she's the whole reason i started watching the show orange is the new black was she in it i did watch some of them yeah what yeah, she was she was in Orange Is the New Black. She, I'm she was yeah. Mm-hmm. She was that. she was one of the the main lesbians. Yeah, hmm. 
Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So I, I've noticed that I'm very into the um, the more indie type. I yeah, I, I did learn to appreciate that a lot while I was a blockbuster in Hollywood because you were getting real tired of watching like the same types of movies over and over again. And mm-hmm. you could rent more of the older titles than you could like the new releases or whatever. Or you could keep them for longer or something like that. So it was like you were encouraged to watch some of these older movies that you would never pay to see, but because we got to rent them for free. Exactly. You're not out any money. Here's another one that I grew up watching that I absolutely... I, I found absolutely hilarious. It was called We're No Angels, and it's a very old movie. Um, and it's got Humphrey Bogart, if that doesn't tell you how old it is. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, no. Um, and it's about three escaped convicts. I was describing this movie to one of my coworkers, and he's like, oh, you mean, oh, brother, where art thou? And I'm like, no. No. Which, by the way, that's that that was a pretty good movie, too. Yeah, that was a good movie. Yeah. Um, but I like, like we've said, I grew up with grandma and I wanted to please her, but not a lot of everybody. So I also watched a lot of stuff that she was into, like the movie Harvey. That was Jimmy Stewart, where he had a invisible rabbit friend that was six foot tall. (laughs) That sounds like an acid movie. That that is a good one probably to, to watch on acid. I haven't watched it as an adult, but I loved watching that one with grandma. And a lot of musicals, for that matter. I wonder what she was doing in her bedroom before she came out and watched that movie. She was doing some acid. She was doing lines. <laughs> Are we ready for some this or that? I'm ready. I'm ready. Tonight's theme is food. Oh, I thought Ooh, you were going to go with movies. You thought I was going to go with what? Movies. No. I thought that was too uh, predictable. Yeah, too much. Um, okay, so uh, pizza or wings? My brain's stuck. <laughs> well, then I'm going to go with pizza. Um, one thing you'll learn about me over the time that we do this, um, I'm a very lazy person, including food. Um, so the more work I have to put into to eat something, the less I want it. So pizza's easy. Wings have bones. You can get boneless. Yeah, and they're, <laughs> those are generally spicy, and I don't do spicy. Oh, see, that's what I like about the wings. I think I'll take pizza, too, because I can just pour uh, wing sauce on the pizza. Done. <laughs> How about you, Jenny? Uh, I mean, if I had to pick, probably wings, just because like I love how there's so many different flavors you can get. I love that you can get boneless and bone-in, so you can do a little bit of work, but some of it you can just eat. I there's like also wings. there's this place here in town called the chicken coop and they have the best cajun dry rub chicken wings so they're not like all slimy yeah. and slob like and they're like this dry rub and it's like this perfect amount of like sweet and spicy and the chicken is oh my god i forgot about that Ugh. place right next time you come amy i'm gonna have you try one of these okay chicken coop dry rub cajun wings there Are, is the cajun spicy it is, but not, like, so much that you can't breathe. It's just enough that you're like, oh, that's got to... You can taste the flavor. Okay. Okay. And there's a kick to it. And so, like... But you know how some stuff is so spicy you can't taste the flavor at all? It's just mm-hmm. spice? Mm-hmm. No, this is, like, just the right amount of sweetness and heat. Okay. So good. Okay. Okay. Ice cream or cake? Ice cream. Why ice cream? 
because the frosting is too much for for cake. I've n- never really had a cake that I'm like, yeah, that was that was really good. It's always like, oh, my belly's full, or I am only eating this because I have to. I don't know. That frosting is just, <laughs> it's the lightest thing in the world, but it's the heaviest on my stomach. So I'm going to go with cake as long as I can switch it up every time. Like I can have different flavors um, because I prefer the cream cheese frosting. Yeah. Because then the frosting isn't as heavy or German chocolate cake where it's got the coconut in the frosting. Mm. What is that face, Chris? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe once a year I'll eat that cake, but I am not going to the store just to buy that cake. And I'm only eating it once a year because that's what's left. And I know it's not everybody's favorite. So I'm that guy that tries to like eat the stuff that nobody else wants so that it, I'm, I'm not an inconvenience. Oh, my God. So that's the kind of cake that I used to ask Grandma make for my birthday. Homemade German chocolate cake. If I'm buying a cake, I'm buying a plate of brownies and I'm putting cream cheese on it. That's my version. That's what I consider. That's that's my version of a cake. So you really enjoyed my wedding cake then? It's been so long I forgot what that was. It was brownies and uh, it was, I don't think it was cream cheese frosting. I think it was like a, a whipped, like a marshmallow fluff. I don't remember your wedding cake dessert at all. I don't either. I don't even know if I ate. We had lasagna as the main course. Yeah. Um, but the yeah, the cake was a three tiered brownie cake with whipped marshmallow fluff frosting. We had at our wedding carrot cake, white, chocolate, vanilla, strawberry, lemon, and cinnamon toast crunch. Was that eight? What? Cinnamon? I didn't have any dessert at your wedding. I didn't either. I was so I full. Either. I was so full on the regular food. <laughs> we had eight flavors, yeah. Because strawberry and lemon were one. Chocolate and vanilla was another. Oh, cookies and cream and cinnamon, the cinnamon toast, toast crunch. crunch were together. And then one layer was an almond cake and because the sheet cakes were half and half. And then the two layer was almond cake and carrot cake. Carrot cake's good stuff. I'm pissed. Yeah. I'm pissed. Why? I didn't that he didn't ha- get didn't to have, have any, any cake. cake. Yeah. You didn't have any cake? Three days apart, it just clearly wasn't good enough. <laughs> you got all the Arabic desserts, though, so. I didn't get any of that, even. I just got the Arabic, like, main dishes. I don't even remember eating. I just remember dancing and partying and having a good time. We had prime rib and lobster ravioli. You better have remembered some of that. Sadly, I, I don't remember any of that. I remember more of the... The Arabic food. Do you remember the, like, sfiha, which is, like, the little pastries with, like, meat in the middle, sort of like a little meat pie? Mostly, I remember the stuffed zucchini. That was not there. That was stuffed grape leaves that night. Kusa you had is one the of stuffed, the night. One of the nights we did have um, the, I think, the zucchini, yes. But the other, the main night we had grape leaves. I kind of remember some of that. And and abouli and then like Arabic salad and then hummus. And then there was a whole table that had hummus and baba ganoush and like all of the Arabic um, desserts and everything with it. And like the pita and all that stuff. If the food was readily available at a American wedding, I veered away from all that and I went straight for the stuff that I couldn't get anywhere else. Well, yeah, because we had most of the American food 
in the buffet line, we had a few of the Arabic food options in the food line, but yeah, there was a whole separate table that had just the Arabic food with like signs so that you could see what everything was. Cause there's so many different types of things. Yeah. I don't remember. And I never made it food. to that table both night either. In fact, honestly, I had, I was telling the story to somebody the other day is that I didn't drink all day, obviously the day of the wedding because we were in a church, so you couldn't have any liquor. And so the only, the first time I had any liquor was on the party bus. And I don't, I, I am pretty sure me and Aunt Debbie went through a bottle of tequila all on our own. And then we went to a um, couple bars and we had shots or whatever. She drank most of it. You did not have that much of it. I was going to say, I was feeling myself, but I wasn't like drunk by any sense of the word. But I remember we got to the reception and we got sat down and like, of course, we get our food first. And then Amy, she's so sweet. She comes up in front of the table and she's like, what do you want to drink? And I was like, I want a pineapple Sprite with a little bit of grenadine. And bitch, I don't remember taking one fucking sip of that drink. I know you brought it to me, but I was I, so that's impressive because I don't even remember asking. I don't remember drinking it at all. And every time I remember having a cup in my hand, I just wanted water. So I only drank on that little, like, one-hour trip on the trolley. <laughs> Crazy. That was, that was that was a good time. That was a good time. It was a great time. Yeah. Okay, so you can, try, you can cut that whole part out, Chris. <laughs> okay, um, I would choose ice cream. So we'll just go there. Because I'm not a cake person, never have been, probably never will be. Um, okay, fruits or vegetables? Fruits. I like them both. Vegetables. I think I'm more vegetables, too, because I can put them on the barbecue and kind of grill them where I can't do that with fruit. And fruit usually is always only cold, which I'm only going to eat in the summer. Mm-hmm. Or vegetables, I can crisp in the oven every day of the year. I also feel like it's a lot easier to grow vegetables than it is to grow fruit because most of us are not in an environment where, you know, fruit usually needs a more warm environment. I think that has a lot to do with it too because, like, I could grow my own vegetables a hell of a lot easier than I could grow my own fruit. Yeah. And I like vegetables. Snap peas, peas, sugar peas. Radish. Broccoli, cauliflower. What? Radishes. Radishes, yes. yes. Cilantro, green peppers, red peppers, like herbs and spices and like uh, vegetables all the way. See, I like vegetables, but I love fruit. Like I buy bags of frozen fruit and that's what I have in the evening. If I want a little something sweet is I just pull out a little bit of fruit and eat fruit. I do have to say in my defense, I am allergic to far more fruits than I am vegetables. And so when I eat fruit, I enjoy it, but I have to be very cognizant that it has been separated and not have come in contact with the fruits that I'm allergic to. So it's just easier for me to eat vegetables and I don't have to worry about it. That is a fair point. And um, all of the vegetables that are all of the fruits that you're allergic to is bullshit because they're right? all the good ones. I know. Just saying. I know. But for me, it's not even that. I mean, like I could cut those veg those fruits out, and that's fine. But nine times out of ten, somebody's making a fruit salad, and these items are in there, and so it makes it difficult. There's a lot of things that I cannot have. I can't have banana bread because there's banana in it. I can't have um, pudding or yogurt or anything that has banana in it. I can't eat bananas obviously all by themselves. And then I can't have it in drinks. So Chris, being a bartender, you know how much banana and pineapple are in things. Can't have pineapple anything. So I, I am vegetables all the way. 
Interesting. Okay, pancakes or waffles? This is bullshit. <laughs> is someone making them for me? It just says. Which would you prefer? Pancakes or waffles? If I'm going out to a restaurant like IHOP, not not like a restaurant, but like if I'm going out to a breakfast place like IHOP or Denny's or Black Bear Diner or whatever, I'm getting waffles because I won't make them at home. Um, and I'm going to have them slathered with strawberries. Okay, so your answer is waffles. Yes. Chris? Aren't they the same thing, just cooked in two different machines? No, actually. The um, batter is slightly different. And because you can, no, no, because I have a box in my cupboard that's a pancake and waffle mix. Okay, but if you're doing it in a waffle maker, you have to do something different. Yeah. It it comes with the same ingredients. Sometimes you have to add in an extra egg or add in more water or, like, add in a seed. Like, there are a couple of different steps to make it so that the waffle can rise the way that it does in the waffle maker. Also, I no longer have a waffle maker. Ew. What? That just sucks. Ew. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I haven't had one for a while. We got rid of the one that we had because it was so big. And I'm like, I'm never going to eat a waffle that big. So I'll get rid of this and then I'll just buy a smaller one. But I have not gotten around to getting one. Chris, pancakes or waffles? I don't know. I like them both. I cook more pancakes than waffles. But I do enjoy waffles so much that this last summer, me and my daughter got up. I asked her what she wanted for breakfast, and she said waffles. So at 6.30 in the morning, we put our shoes on and went to the store and got a waffle iron. (laughs) That's That's adorable. That really is. She wanted waffles. And they sounded really good. But my favorite, even above those two, is French toast. We would I was going to say toast all day, every day. <laughs> okay. Seafood or steak? Seafood. Steak. If I'm in the Midwest, steak. If I'm on the coast, seafood. And uh, there you go, because I'm on the coast. And here's another thing, too. Steak, whenever I have it, it um, the back of my gums swell. And so they hurt the next day after eating steak. Interesting. And it doesn't matter how the meat is cooked. Interesting. Okay. Mexican food or Chinese food? Why would you do that to me? <laughs> That's fucking rude. <laughs> do, 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 Can I have fusion? If you're going to have fusion, you got to come up with a cool name for it. Mexanese. <laughs> that was actually a good one. <laughs> Ginny's dying. But no, I like I love enchiladas and I love Chinese food. <laughs> so here's here's the thing. You know how Mexican dishes generally come with Spanish rice and refried beans? Mm-hmm. Can I have my enchiladas with fried rice and chow mein? Damn, damn girl. That's that's how I was gonna fuse them that way too. Like get rid of the, the red <laughs> rice. Because that's about the only thing in Mexican dishes I don't like is the, the Spanish rice. I don't I don't know. It's just I expect a different taste, and it doesn't taste like I expect it, so I don't really like it. Just give me plain white rice. Pasta or soup? Pasta. Pa- yep, pasta. Pasta. Uh, so here's a quick thing. Soup is an appetizer. That is not a meal. Um, uh, no. No, 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 no. Hear me out. Soup. If you are eating that as a meal, 
you better be fucking sick. I don't do this chicken noodle soup unless you're sick. I don't do minestrone. I don't do brothy soups. I make a fabulous potato and sausage That's and a chowder. bacon soup. That's a chowder. That's different. That's different. No, That's, no, no this yep. is a soup because it's not thick like a chowder. Potatoes make it thick, ma'am. No. Chris, sometime when you come over to my house, I'm going to make this for you so that you can tell her it's a soup. It's not a chowder. Yeah. I'll eat food. Okay. For free. Okay. Uh, two more. Coffee or tea? Coffee. 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 <laughs> okay. Last one. Spicy or sweet? Sweet. I just, I don't do spicy. Um, most, most things are too spicy for me. So I'd rather go with sweet. So you're saying, do you want chicken wings or brownies? That's what I hear. Kind of, yeah. Like if you had to eat, which would you prefer? Would you rather eat spicier foods or sweeter foods? Like which, at the end of the day, which is the one that you're going to gravitate to the most? At the end of the day? That makes a difference to me. (laughs) (laughs) At the end of the day. Oh, my God. Literally, at the end of the day, I'm going to lay in bed with a pan of brownies and fall asleep in it. Because if I fall asleep in a pan of chicken, I'll make a mess. It'll, you know, you're not going to make a mess with a pan of brownies. Well, I mean, I, I might get some crumbs, some you know, all over. If I, it worst case, but if I got a pan of chicken wings in the bed, I'm getting chicken shit all. Over. I mean, chicken. know what I meant. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I have to pee. Stop. <laughs> You're the one that's laughing, my friend. You know what I okay, meant. I'm done. The, the, the hot sauce. It, it'd get all over the bedspread, you know. It'd be a terrible mess. <clears throat> who wants to clean that you, shit up? You mean you can't throw that in the washer? Yeah, but who wants to clean that shit up? Brownies. I don't want to clean the crummies either. I could, I could scoop <laughs> those into. In all my fairness, hand, though, you know? in all fairness, though, if I spilled crummies in the bed, the dogs would eat the crumbs. Well, probably the barbecue sauce too. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if the dogs would eat the chicken shit out the bed though. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny's dead. <laughs> Woo! Okay. <laughs> okay, so I think I think this is a good sign for me to say I gotta go. Because <laughs> otherwise she's gonna pee her pants. <laughs> I don't even know why I'm laughing. <laughs> I think I started it. Please edit that part out. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? I I think I started it. We know you started it. It wasn't that funny, though. (laughs) I mean, it was funny, but it wasn't that funny. (sighs) For me to lose, like, five minutes of my life. (laughs) No, that'll... You just gained five hours to your life laughing that hard. (laughs) I just burned, like, five hours worth of calories. My abs are hurting. That's good. By the way, (laughs) by the way, that's why I was thin in high school. 
I used to laugh all the time. Mm-hmm. Being an adult's stupid. Well, just laugh more. At what? At everybody's stupid? stupidity. True okay, story. and on that note, I think we should call it a night. <laughs> Amy, where can they find us? Just a reminder to email us at Jenny and Amy Podcast. That's G I N N Y A N D A M Y Podcast at gmail.com. And uh, make sure to like and subscribe to us on all streaming platforms, including Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us at Bitching Siblings Podcast at um, Instagram, on Instagram, on Instagram, not at, but on Instagram. Leave us some comments. We post pictures. We have some fun stuff, times on there. Leave us any questions, comments, concerns, or any topics, ideas. Again, anything and everything. Except religion and politics. And maybe eventually we'll get to celebrity crushes. Oh, someday. Someday. <laughs> That's Chris saying he's out. Yeah, peace out, bitches. Bye. Night. Bye.